a factual data creation facility production. Welcome to the Straight From The Desk podcast, a podcast where I discuss but three things. Two are topical, while the last can be considered as flexible. So sit back and enjoy. If you like what you hear, click on that donation link, which can be found within the show notes. Any donation will be appreciated. So let's get started. How are you doing today? First up, the big reveal of former President Donald Trump's tax returns turned out to be a huge disappointment for those who fought so hard to get a hold of them. There were no smoking guns or anything criminal about them. The various commissions and government agencies investigating the former president couldn't even find anything to embarrass Mr. Trump with. This leads me to question why President Trump mounted such a hard campaign to stop his enemies from getting these returns. Perhaps he knew there was nothing in the returns to hurt him, but wanted them to believe there were? Maybe a distraction? Only Mr. Trump and his inner circle knows. Anyway... All this investigating and hearings on the former president sets a horrible precedent for the future. These actions might make outgoing presidents the target of these political actions in the future, something you usually see in other, less democratic countries. Next, with communist China lifting its zero-COVID policies overnight, it was predictable that an explosion of new cases would occur. What I'm surprised about is the low rate of vaccination among the huge populace over there. If any country was going to come near a 100% vaccination rate, you'd figure China would be the one closest to that goal with their totalitarian form of government. I don't think the protest against the draconian lockdowns had anything to do with the sudden lifting of the zero-COVID policy because like most, if not all governments on this earth, they really don't care about the people. No, I feel it was the economy that spurred the decision from up upon high of the Chinese Communist Party. Because of the massive lockdowns the old COVID policy caused and the resulting manufacturing disruptions, many Western nations are or are considering moving some or all of their manufacturing out of the so-called factory of the world that communist China likes to be known as. But what alarms me the most about this whole situation is the sense of deja vu circa 2019-2020 I'm getting. New Year's, both Western and Chinese are here or are going to be very shortly, and what have the communists decided? Well, they've decided to lift all travel bans for their populace, unleashing them upon the world to again spread the COVID virus with perhaps some new variations this time. I pray that ours and other governments have a plan for this. We will just have to wait and see. Finally, with the new year upon us, we humans have a tendency to look back upon our lives especially old-timers like myself. <clears throat> Growing up, my parents were never big New Year celebrators, most likely because both worked, and especially in my mother's case, she would work the major holidays like New Year's to score triple time. That's triple her base pay. This was back when unions were still fairly powerful and U.S. workers were valued. Try getting triple time on holidays nowadays. With the unbridled immigration that has been occurring over the last 40 years, it's easy for companies to find someone to work these holidays for time and a half or just regular pay. That's a topic for the future, though. That non-celebratory attitude was passed down to me, which is unfortunate or fortunate. It all depends how you look at it. The first New Year's party I ever attended was when I was a lad of 19. I was back in New York on leave from the United Kingdom, where I was stationed with the military. 
An acquaintance of mine invited me to his uncle's shindig. The uncle owned a business supplying parts to the many aircraft manufacturers around the area at the time. Every one of those companies are gone now. The house he owned was very large, with the party being held in his basement, which was larger than my parents' whole house. He had a professional bartender where I experienced my first Long Island iced tea alcoholic beverage. At midnight, the uncle appeared wearing nothing but a diaper in honor of the new year. It was quite the party, especially as someone's first. The only other time I celebrated New Year's outside of my home was 1985 in Kunsan City, Korea. A friend who was a former GI, but now a contractor, and I decided we would venture into Kunsan City, where no other GIs would go, to see how Koreans celebrated the New Year's. We got at a table at some swanky club, which was full, and sat back to enjoy ourselves. About an hour before midnight, one hell of a drunken brawl broke out, with everybody, including women, getting a piece of each other. It was like a scene from a western movie saloon fight. At this point, I looked at my friend and said, Let's get out of here before they decide it would be fun to beat the crap out of an American. He agreed, and we caught the first taxi we could to the base where we celebrated the New Year in the good old Kunsan Air Base NCO Club. Since that event, either I've spent New Year's alone, at work, or with my family. It's safer and somewhat more enjoyable that way. That concludes this episode of the Straight from the Desk podcast. You can contact us at sftdpod23 at gmail.com. See you next time. Take care and be safe.